This is Pastor Joseph Davis. Thank you for joining the radio ministry of Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We believe the Word of God is the lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. This Word will bless you right now. When Pastor Joe called me, it was weird because uh, he called me and, and when he said it, I, I was right there with him. I was I was in it with him. I said, yeah, that's, that's, that's the Word. I, I feel that too, Pastor. But immediately after, my left shoulder went to hurt. I was like, why am I in pain? I'm like, and I, I've been doing some working out because I'm trying to get this, get this off down here, you know. Like, you know, it's hard work, you know. <laughs> I love food, so it's hard work. I'll be honest, it is, it is. My wife, if y'all know my wife, my wife go to the, she'll go to the gym and do about three, four workouts behind each other. I'm like, you got that, I don't. <laughs> Let you have that one. But, but I've been doing some push-ups and whatnot. My shoulders hurt. Even in service, still hurting a little bit. Still hurting a little bit, but I'm healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Speak those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Amen. But, but I felt the pain in my physical body. And I was like, God, does this have to relate to the sermon? And we go through so many pains, so many different pains in our life. We go through physical pain. We go through emotional pain. We go through spiritual pain. Yeah, that's what people call church hurt. Mm. Mm. We go through pain with our kids. We go through pain in marriage. There's so much pain that we have to deal with as we go through this Christian walk. I was walking down and I looked and I saw, you know, man, and I saw, I, I, sometimes you can just see the pain in people's eyes that they're going through. And when you lose someone in your family, uh, you know we are the body. And see, see, sometimes watch this, watch this. I'm, 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 God, get it. I'm, I'm gonna get to the first point in a minute. But, but sometimes it's a body said we are one body but many members. And when one part of the body hurts, it can affect the rest of the body. It's pain and 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 it's hard to deal. Sometimes you got to figure out how to move. When you in pain, not only do the, the shoulder hurt every now and then, his knee hurt. And I, I went to the to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Well, I could give you a shot, but it ain't gonna help. You got bone spurs in your knee." It's a frustrating thing to somebody who's been an athlete pretty much all my life. He's like, "You can't. Don't run. You can walk. Don't run." I'm like, "Man, I used to run sprints. I used to run it four by one with all that football running back DB. I did that. You know what I'm saying?" But it changes, but how do you move forward? Ah, it's key word. Why do you move forward while you in pain? Because see, sometimes pain will cause us to move back to the things that we used to do before we got saved. Sometimes pain will cause us to make the back up, the backslide. But how do we move forward in the midst of pain? And as I was going through this, God said, one of the things that we do, and we, and we do this as people, I don't know about y'all, but I do. I, I try and diagnose myself. Like, I try to diagnose my own pain. Like, uh, where did this come from? How did, how did this happen? I need to know where this came from. Because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes pain will come on you, and you don't know where it came from. Like, the shoulder. Even to the point where, my wife will tell you, it was hard for me to roll over at night. Like, it was just, it was hurting that bad. So I was like, man... 
don't know if I did anything to it. First thing I did was I put heat on it. You know, got this thing, put some heat on it for 15 minutes, then I put ice on it. Didn't seem to help. Did that a couple of days, and then, you know, we, 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 we keep medicine. We don't get, get rid of medicine, right? So I had some, had some muscle relaxers <laughs> in the cabinet that the doc, doctor died no like four, five years ago. <laughs> Sarah, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing, Sarah. Listen. <laughs> hey, tell the truth, saying the devil. I went in there. I broke by half of that pill and went ahead and took me one. <laughs> I slept good. <laughs> I slept good. And it helped a little bit. But the pain is still there. But I, I'm, my, my wife wanted, I, my, my wife wanted, she'll tell you, I'm not one that, that's going to let pain stop me. Mm. I've seen Pastor Joe get up here back hurting. Preach his heart out. I've seen Amber come in. Stomach ain't quite right. But she's going to come and she's going to give all in ministry. And see, when, 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 when pain hits, you got to have the mindset. Oh, you got to have the mindset that I'm not going to let this stop me from giving God praise and doing the will of God that he has on my life. Sometimes the pain can be crippling. All you want to do is just crawl up in, in, in the bed and just stay there. I remember when my brother passed, been 20 years ago. When my mama called me that Thursday night, I was like, to know you would never hear but the pain is crippling but I knew God had an assignment on my life and I had to push forward and that's how we have to do but see I want you to know that you're not by yourself because I got a friend in the scripture by the name of Joe and I want to thank those that join me on, 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 Monday, on, on Monday through Friday when I do the scripture today we've been taking a journey through Job but I looked over in Job you know Job. Job was the one that feared God and eschewed evil. Job, one of the wealthiest men in the Bible. He had camels and, and, and donkeys. He had all of that. He had servants. He had, he had sheep. He had all of that. Had eight kids. He had kids, wife. He was beautiful. Like he, Job, the one that would make sacrifices just in case his kids had done something to sin against God. Job, who was minding his business when the devil came up to a meeting between God and the sons of God. And God said, devil didn't say, God said, have you considered my servant Job? Yeah, that Job. That Job that after, after the devil took all his possessions, took his, kill, uh, killed his kids, took his servants, killed, took all his sheep, camels, all he had. Took his house. He said, hold on, the devil went back and said, well, look, look, look. Yeah, that's just his stuff. Let me attack his body. God said, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he said, look, you can attack his body, but you can't kill him. See, y'all y'all sitting there. Who? Uh, I, I hope you, uh, y'all need to realize that the devil can't do nothing to you that God don't allow. God has a limit. It's like when you was a kid. Your mama may say, well, you can go play in the yard, but don't go on the street. She gave you a limit. God gives the enemy a limit on how much he can attack you. 
So even when you're in pain, you got to know, look, you can, you can look up and say, devil, look, you may be coming at me, but I know you got a limit because my God is in charge and you have to obey to what he says. So even when I'm in pain, I know it's a limit to it. I know it's a limit to it. But, 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 but Job, that same Job, that same Job, he was trying to diagnose it. Job didn't understand. He didn't know about the meeting between God and the devil. So that Job, Job over, I like, I like the way the message Bible put it. Um, Job, in Job chapter 6, verse 4, it says, The arrows of God Almighty are in me, poison arrows, and I'm poisoned all through. God dumped the whole works on me. He's trying to diagnose his problem. He's trying to diagnose where did this pain come from? And his friends started to accuse him. Oh, you had to do something, Joe. All this, everything you got, all your kids. And you got boys from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Joe, you had to do something. You can look. How, how, don't we do that to people? Let's be real about it. We want to judge and say, oh, no, you had to do something. You had to do something. Especially if you know they passed. <laughs> How do you move forward in pain? Your, your friend's accusing you. You know you ain't done nothing wrong, but your friend's accusing you. Now, mind you, I do give his friends credit because they came and they sat with him for seven days. And he didn't say nothing. They didn't say nothing. They just sat with him. But we're going to talk about friends because friends are some people. You, we, can, we need each other to be able to move through, move forward in the midst of pain. Sometimes you got to have somebody to go through. You got to have somebody to go to, to talk to. Hold on, let me, let me pause right here, God. Thank you. Thank you for that point. Listen, for those that are married, those that are thinking about getting married, those that are engaged, sometimes you're gonna need, look, you don't need to go to your single friends to ask marriage advice. <laughs> Don't go to your single friends ask about marital advice. They have no point of reference. They have no point of reference. You gotta go to somebody that has, 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 has foot in the game, that done been there, that done walked through where you going through. That's why this Adventures in Marriage is a powerful thing. We need each other. Marriage is not an easy road to go down. Then, all right, let me, let me keep going. I'm gonna keep moving, I'm gonna keep moving, I'm gonna keep moving. Let's go. Then what we do, I, I kind of jumped ahead. We, we try to cure ourselves. We ain't trying to go to the doctor if we don't have to. <laughs> we trying to cure ourselves. That's why I went and got that. Look, that's why I went and got that muscle relax. I had to, we try to cure ourselves of the pain. We try to cure ourselves. We're trying to figure out a way to get out of the pain and get rid of the pain. Because pain is uncomfortable. Even if you just getting a shot, shot lasts a couple of seconds. I can remember when my kids were getting their uh, immunizations. The lady said, "Count to ten. Count back with ten. By the time she get, the t by the time she got the seven, they were, she was done with the shot. Ten seconds. But we hate the pain. Pain is uncomfortable. No matter what kind of pain, it could be pain on your job. It could be pain on your job. You, I don't want to do. This. You don't even want to feel like going to work because you don't want to deal with the pain." 
but we have to move forward because the kingdom needs us to be on assignment especially in this day and age with all that's going on in this country we're talking about critical race theory and this that and the other and all these different things that's going on all the laws that are changing we need God we are in the end days right now and if you hadn't seen pain, whoo, my God, I'm scared of what, what God, is, what, what is about to happen. Listen, we need to stay in the word because the last days are now. I don't want to scare you kids. I really don't. But I got to be honest with you. I got to be real. We are living in the last days right now. But what we do is we try to, we try to cure the pain ourselves. We try to try to eliminate the pain because pain is uncomfortable, right? If you don't believe me, if you look at Aaron, yeah, Aaron. Moses' brother. Remember when Moses went up on the mountain to be with God? And the people got restless. The people got restless. See, see, Moses was anointed to lead, but Aaron was just helping them out. Aaron wasn't anointed to be the leader. Go over to Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 4. It says this. You'll find these words. It says, And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mountain, the, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up. They done told a man to get up. That man might have been asleep. You come interrupt his nap. He trying to say, Up, make us gods. Which shall go before us for as for this for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we what not what is become of him. We don't know what didn't happen to Moses, but we need some kind of God. We don't know where Moses went. We need some kind of God. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the tears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them in their hand and fashioned it uh, with a graving tool after he had made it into a molten calf. Just to get out of the pain of hearing them, inter for them interrupting his sleep. Just to ease the pain, you done created an image and no God said, you should not have no, no, no other gods before me. But that's what we do. We look for some kind of way to ease the pain. And some of us medicate with, you know, regular drugs. Some of us may take a drink here and there. Some of us do. You, you got other ways of numbing the pain. But not, the numbing is only temporary. The numbing is only temporary. See, there's only one way to really get healed. Uh, come on, come on, come on. We got to stop trying to numb the pain. Stop trying to ease the pain and get to the cure. But in order to get to the cure, you got to get to the root. You got to get to the root of that thing. Another pause. In a marriage, if you have a disagreement, make sure you get to the root. Don't start going tit for tat. When, when, when your wife bring up something, or oh, where you want to bring up something that happened three years ago that she didn't do, that upset you, you should have brought that up three years ago. <laughs> Be real with you. She didn't come to you about what she did three years ago. She came to you about what you did today. Stay on, stay focused. You see, the enemy will get you confused. <laughs> Go both ways. You got to, you, you get, get to the root of the matter and solve that then move forward. You can't move you can't move forward until you get to the root. Because if you just cut off the top of it, it's gonna grow back. 
I'm gonna leave that alone. All right, we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving. Look, look, you 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 gotta, we gotta, we can't just ease the pain. We can't just try to cure it ourselves. Sometimes we gotta go to the doctor. Sometimes you gotta get up and go to the doctor. Men, I'm gonna go ahead and say this too. Go go ahead, look. This this for the men. No, you don't want to do it, but once you hit 40, 45, and they tell you you got to go get that prostate exam, going to do it. Going to do it. Do you want to be here with your family, or do you want do you want them mourning you? Just going to do it. Had an uncle that, that didn't. Waited too late. Going home to glory. It's a simple test. Um, but here, here we go. We got to go to the daughter and see, that's what, that's what David did. See, 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 that's what David did. I'm going to go back. I'm going to pick up. I'm going to hit verses 1 through. I'm going to go ahead and hit 1 through 8 in 1 Samuel 30. It says, and it came to pass when, when David and his men will come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites uh, had invaded the south and Ziglag and spent Ziglag and burned it with fire and, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. I'm going to stop right here. I don't know why. It's, I don't know why God got me on this marriage thing so heavy. Look, when a man, ladies, when a man really love you, if something were to happen to you or y'all kids, he's going to weep. That's a, that's a pain to a man, to a husband. Let me say, to a husband. To a husband. That's a pain to a husband. That's unbearable. Because our job is here, we're here to protect we're here to provide, we're here to protect, we're here to love, we're here to nurture. Men nurture. Men, we nurture. We don't, we don't just provide and protect. We nurture as well. But that's a pain that's unbearable. I'm telling you, be honest. When somebody try to do, anybody try to do my family wrong, I go to a whole nother level. I'll be honest with you. I, look, I'm telling you, my wife will tell you right now, I almost went to jail one time. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Simply because of a rule at a school. Son got suspended, and the principal wanted to tell me, well, he don't have the right to defend himself. I don't know who I was here. I don't know how I was your kid. And I was sitting there, we were sitting there in the office. And I promise you, I want. I said, I said, so if somebody slapped. I asked him plain today. If somebody slapped you, you ain't finna do nothing. No, my hand was shaking just like that. <laughs> I mean, it was shaking. <laughs> I promise God, you got to hold. But but the pain when somebody attacks your family, women, you. When somebody attacks the family of a man who loves his wife, who loves his kids, for them to be gone, oh, it's, it's a pain that's unbearable. I know y'all, look, I know y'all go through pain and childbirth, but for something to happen to our family, for somebody to attack our family, oh, that's a pain that's, I understand the weeping here. All right, let me keep going, let me keep going. Um, and David's two wives were taken captives, uh, and 
Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, and uh, Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the uh, Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people's sake of of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself. That's the first thing. Mm, That's the first thing. Before you go to the doctor, you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself just to get up and go to the doctor. You know, you, you may be worried. See, see, the enemy want to put stuff in your mind because you're already in pain. You're already suffering. And you've already tried all these things trying to self-diagnose and self-cure. But now I got to go to the doctor and, and it may be this. And you done been on the internet on WebMD. And, it, and it's saying it may be this and it may be that. And you worry. But you, you, you woke up the nerve to get up and go to the doctor. Either that or your wife make you. One or two. Oh, your mama, yeah, yeah. Oh, your mama makes. But, but, but you get up and go. But you got to encourage yourself first. Even in the midst of pain. In order to move forward, you got to encourage yourself to know that God did not bring me this far to leave me. Now, I got a legacy. Ooh, that I got a legacy that I got to work on. Even in the midst of, of, of grieving. And Pastor, you did an excellent job on the teacher, grieving with grace. If y'all missed it, you need to go back and watch my God, to lose someone and be in that kind of pain, you got to encourage yourself, even sometimes every day, just to get up and go forward. But you will do it. God, God will strengthen you to get through this. I promise you in the name of Jesus. I know. I ain't telling you nothing. I don't know. Listen. But then, then, it, then it goes on. He's going to say, and, and, and David said to uh, Abiathar, the priest, uh, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord. You got to get to the real daughter. You got you to pray. When you done done what you can do, when, when that pain hits, and sometimes the pain is unexpected. Woo! Sometimes the pain come out of nowhere. What do you do when the pain, the source of your pain comes out of nowhere? Pastor Joe, as he was talking about grieving with grace, uh, when he was teaching, he talked about a young lady uh, who's 15 years old. They just had a funeral yesterday. I just found out that she's the granddaughter of a, a, a friend of mine, a, guy, a friend that I, a gentleman that I'm becoming friends with that I know. The top, top sheriff, great guy. Great guy. But how do you prepare for a tree falling on your car? Unexpected pain. It's pain that will try your faith. But yet, you know that God, look, if God brought you through everything else he done brought you through in your life, he'll bring you through this. See, 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 as Pastor Joe said, it's his sovereign will. He was talking about it on grieving. God is sovereign. Even when we don't understand, God is still sovereign. God never makes a mistake. God loves us. He, he loves us too much to make a mistake. We just we sang the song that, that his heart will fill every void. His love will fill every void. Even when we're in pain, he will fill the void. But we just got to continue to move forward and move towards him. And not back to the world. See, see what the enemy wants us to do is the backslide. He wants to come back to the world. He's the one saying, oh God, let this happen. 
He's the accuser of the brethren. But the devil is the author of lies. So if you know he's the author of lies, why are you going to believe anything that the devil tries to whisper in your ear? Oh, come on, I'm leading, Lord. But you got to seek out, Lord, you got you to pray. You got to seek God's face, not just his hand. See, a lot of us, we, we get a pain. God, I just need the money to pay for these, this medicine. No, I don't just need your hand. I, I, need, I don't just need what you got in your hand. I need you to heal me. See, see, Isaiah 53 and 5 said that he was bruised for our transgressions. He was, he was with our iniquities, and with his stripes, we are healed. So you have to, first of all, you got to know you got the right to be healed. And I was reading one as I was studying that. You have the right to be healed. We talk about rights and all these different things in, 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 in the country. You know, the right life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You got the right. No, you got the right to be healed. And one, 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 one translation said, you got the right to be whole. When he say healed, he means whole. Ah, God said, you got a right to be whole. Because you're my daughter. And I love you. You have the right to be whole. Lacking nothing. Strong God's got said, look, 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 we got we gotta go through. Listen, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and move forward. We gotta I told you we gotta do this together, right? I told y'all we gotta do this together. But you gotta make sure you got the right people around you. When you in pain, you gotta make sure you got the right people around you. God took me over to Acts chapter three. Verses 2 through 8. And it says, Now Peter and John went up together to into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom uh, they laid daily at the gate of the, uh, of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, uh, with John said, look, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. See, see, and the next verse goes on, said the people that knew him, because they recognized him from being at the gate. But I want to go back. The reason I said you got to be careful who you have around you when you're going through pain. It says in verse 2, a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily. So his friends would literally carry him to the church. Carry him to the church. Set him on the steps. Every day. I don't need friends like that. Don't just carry me to the church so I can beg. Get me to the power of God. See, I need friends like over in Mark chapter 2 when it says, again, he entered into the Capernaum after some days and it was noise that he was in the house and straightway many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much about uh, as about the door and he preached the word unto them and they came unto him bringing one sick of palsy which was born of four, all right? And when they could not come nigh unto, the, unto him for the press, they 
uncovered the roof. See, I need some friends that's willing. Don't just take me to the door, the step of the temple, and you ain't gonna even pray for me. You, you gonna take me to the house and just so I can beg? No, I need you to get up on the roof and tear it out and make sure I get to Jesus. When I'm going through pain, get me to Jesus. When I can't pray for myself, get me. I, I, look, I need you to pray for me. And then it goes on to say, it says, and when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick, son, thy sins be forgiven. I need somebody to have, when I'm going through pain, I need somebody that's going to have enough faith for me when I ain't got faith for myself. Sometimes the pain is so crippling, you, ain't, you don't even know what to pray. I need some people, I, got some, I, need, to, I need to have some friends that's going to pray for me. When I, only, I ain't even got the strength to pray for myself. That's how you move forward in the midst of pain. You got to have the right people around. I'm, this last one, I'm, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Last thing you got to realize is your pain has purpose. You ain't going through pain for nothing. You ain't going through pain for nothing. I went to the message. God took me to the message Bible for this one. I'm going to close with these few verses. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. It reads this way. It says, because of the extravagance of those revelations, and so I wouldn't get a big head. Mm. Wouldn't get a big head. I was given the gift of a handicap. Mm. I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Sometimes your pain ah, is to keep you humble. It's to keep you on your face. Oh, I'm getting ahead. I'm getting ahead. He said, he said, Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. Woo! Oh, watch this, watch this. Pastor, come on, come on, come on, come on. See, see, but this is what we do. Watch this, watch this. We walk in, and you, you just for this example, you're going to be Satan's angel, right? So, so, you, so I'm walking, and you push me. That's what we do. That's what we do. Walk, come on, push me again. We catch ourselves because we're trying to do it in our strength. But what God really wants, what God, what is meant for, is going to push me again. He wants us to get on our knees and begin to pray and to seek his face. That, oh, when we humble ourselves and seek him, oh, this, oh, that's how we're going to move forward. That's how we get power. That's how we're strengthened. Some of us have been in the rock for our family so long, we, we, we think that's all we, that's our identity. That's our identity. Oh, I gotta be strong. I gotta be the rock. I gotta be that dude. But God says, hold on. He, he wants us to push us to our knees. So no, no danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift and beg God to remove it. Three times I asked him to remove it. Three times. He said, my grace is enough. It's all you need. When you're going through pain, his grace is all you need. He said, my strength comes into its own in your weakness. The way you move forward is realizing and allowing yourself to be weak. Me, and I know it's hard for us. 
talk to the men. Sometimes it's hard for us because we got to be that rock. And we don't want to show no weakness, especially to, to our wife. Because we don't want her to lose faith in our strength. But I guarantee you, she's going to know you even stronger when you're willing to humble yourself and get before God. She'll be more willing to follow you when she know that you humble and you are submitted to the Father. I guarantee you. It ain't about your strength. It's about his strength. Then he said, then he goes on and says, once I heard, uh, once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap. I quit focusing on my pain and began appreciating the gift. You got to begin to appreciate the gift. You got to begin to appreciate the gift. Yeah, it may hurt. May, yeah, you may have a limit. You may, you, may, you may be like Jacob after he got through wrestling with the angel. He said, but I ain't going to let you go till you bless me. I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. Hey, look, I'm strong. Look, you may be strong, but I'm strong, bro. And I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. Look, but we got to know that that, 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 that that pain that he's given us. It's okay to say, God, I need you. It's to say, God, I'm hurting. I'm weak. I can't do this by myself. God, I need you. I say, God, I need you. Listen, he goes on, he goes on. He said, I quit focusing on the handicap and began to appreciate the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. It's a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. Now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer. These limitations that cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. If you're going to move forward, I know it don't make sense. I know it don't make sense, but if you want to get strong, get weaker. Let God do the work. Let God strike you. We already talked about God will fight the battle. God will fight the battle. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. So why are you still trying to be strong? Get weak. Get to your knees. Seek his face and allow him to be your strength. And that's how you will move forward while in pain. God bless you. If that blessed your soul, we will love for you at your next opportunity to join us in worship every Sunday morning in Monticello, the Victorious Church at 8 a.m. or our Dream Center location here in Tallahassee at 10 a.m. We would love to have you and your family and we can't wait for you to join us at any of our locations. This is Pastor Joseph Davis. God bless you and join us again.